episode 174 pixelated paranormals holiday 2020 q a now now we should say happy holidays for everybody out there no matter what you're celebrating whether it's hanukkah festivus or any of the other multiple holidays out there yeah happy festma christmas hanukkah and everything in between that was was great (laughs) yeah it covered a lot um you might have recognized that song in the intro. That was from Preston and I's old Christmas special. We talked about Krampus and the uh, the Yule Lads and Gryla and all that. That was uh, Fright Christmas. The mm, yeah. Original Bringing story. out all the stops, right? You know what? We, we try to roll out the red carpet for these folks. <laughs> Bringing out the greatest hits. <laughs> you know, because we, we asked cuts. and you guys listened and now you asked and so we shall answer. We've got over 20 pretty, questions. It's pretty insane. It is really nuts. Yeah, it always blows me away. Just like the uh, listener story episode for uh, episode 150, um, we had to cut that baby into two episodes. We're probably going to cut this into two episodes, and this will just be our Christmas and our New Year's episode because there's a lot in here. Um, 
But yes, yeah, some people were very eager and asked two and three questions, so we appreciate the enthusiasm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. And then I think maybe a disclaimer at the top. Um, this episode will be rated anywhere from PG all the way to NC-17. Holy crap, Sean, maybe you have cut some stuff out that no one will ever hear. <laughs> Depending. No, I won't cut anything out, but it, it's definitely not one for the kiddies to listen to, so... Well, to get things started off, why don't we start off with our questions? We each came up with a question to ask the other two. So, Stephen, you want to go first, second, or third? Cool. Uh, I'll go second. Second. Preston, first or third? Uh, fuck it, I'll go first. Awesome, okay. Boom. So, um, I, what I want to know out of all, all the topics that we've we've covered, we really haven't deep-dived into reincarnation. Mm -hmm. So I want to know both of your thoughts on reincarnation. Like, do you think it's plausible? Do you think it's a real thing? Do you think it's bullshit? And then, um, you know, I did a past life tarot card reading. So uh, the other part of that question would be, would either of you do a past life reading with me for the show? Like we uh, find some shrink that hypnotizes us and puts us in a past life regression. Would you be down for that? And then, uh, do you think you've lived a past life? And then, uh, what, what were you in your past life? Were you an Egyptian or were you like a knight at the round table? So take it away, boys. Okay. Uh, I'll go, I'll go first, Preston. Mm -hmm. Do I believe in reincarnation? I don't know. At one time I kind of questioned it, but as life progresses and life experiences happen, it's not really a, a, a thought in my mind at the moment, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, would I do the hypnotherapy and all that stuff with you? Absolutely. I think that'd be rad. I would definitely but, yeah. try that. I've always, I've always thought about that, but it's kind of intimidating too, because you don't ever know you might come out. I don't know. All I see about hypnotherapy is in movies, so it might not be real. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I always think of communion whenever Whitley Strieber is getting yeah, uh, like regressed. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> my thing is like fucking is, French doors. It's like, Oh, have you been? I, I might wake up and realize I was I've been abducted my whole life, and that'd be insane. So, damn. Then that'd be kind of yeah. cool too, because then I, that would solidify my belief in everything. But yeah. <laughs> it'd be terrifying either way. But uh, <laughs> and then the third part, Preston. What was it? Like, uh, it, do you believe you've lived a past life? And if so, like, you know, what do you, what do you think it is? Like, what what were you? I've never had. I've never had any kind of like. A, experiences of like where I would feel that because you know you kind of hear people say that like I don't know it just comes natural to me kind of like I've had did it in a past life or something like that you know like people are like really talented at something something strange right. it's out of their normal thing but I don't I don't really think so I don't know what would somebody have to experience to believe in something like that that's my question um, no, I mean not my question can, for uh, this but <laughs> When uh, Sean gets when Sean gets done answering his, I can go into that for you because I have like two experiences that okay. really changed that... my perception on it. So yeah, that'd be tight. All right, there's my answers, bud. Cool. I I do a hundred percent believe in reincarnation. However, I don't necessarily believe that every single person is reincarnated. Only the chosen few are the one that's got well, the best money. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it has to do with, and again, religious beliefs and whatnot. I think maybe only the lucky few or the worst of the worst get to be reincarnated. 
because there's stories of like, you know, people who were complete bastards in like the 17 and 1800s being reincarnated into like homeless people or animals or all sorts of stuff. So like if you were a real asshole in your previous life, your reward is to basically be like a dung beetle or, you know, like a blind cat or something like that or just something crazy, you know, there's so many So it's like stories. a punishment or a reward. Yes, you get punished or you get rewarded. So like right. a punishment would people. be such as a disabled something or something that's what would be described as lower. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. Because like with reincarnation, I look at like, uh, I mean, we've all seen a past, a passed away animal on the side of a road, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's common. Yeah. Um, somebody got reincarnated into that. <laughs> that was its. Yeah. That was its fate. I mean, if, <laughs> like if you were it's, a thief it's and up. you were really, yeah, if you were a thief and you were just very dishonest, maybe you'd be reincarnated as a fox or a raccoon, and then that was your punishment that you'd have to forage off the land and inevitably just get hit by a car. You know, there's so many stories of kids who yes. talk about like, oh yeah, when I was, uh, my first life, or you know. Back in the war when I got shot and they've got, you know, birthmarks yeah. that line up exactly where, you know, fatal wounds were on these soldiers. And they can talk about their wives and their kids. and Okay, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we got to talk about that topic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do believe it's possible. I don't know that everybody necessarily gets to be reincarnated because there's a lot of beliefs that in the universe and in heaven, in the sky, you know, think of like a giant gumball machine. And then as soon as you die, your soul pops out as like a little orb and it goes up to the top and plop right in the very top of the gumball machine. And it just sits there and waits until it finally becomes your turn to roll down the chute and get shoved down into a new baby. And then you start over. Hmm. And it's the luck of the draw. You could be born, you know, Caucasian, African-American, Asian, you know, native, whatever. And you may not have that same race or that same ethnicity the second time around. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, we got to go more in depth because I'm not doing a very yeah. good job of explaining it. But do I think that I have a past life? I do not. I don't have any past memories of anything. Um, deja vu is pretty common yeah, for me. Yeah, Sasquatch. <laughs> 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 um, but, no, I don't I don't necessarily think I have a past life. Nothing I can remember uh, anyway. But, yeah, I would totally get regressed, man, because worst Hell case, yeah. like, like Steve said again, maybe I can find out. What some of the other weird shit I've experienced really was. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, back to your question um, that you'd asked a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I was a, a kid, I had uh, two or three like reoccurring dreams that were almost like nightmares. So, I'd wake up, you know, almost like every night screaming or like upset. And like one of them was. Uh, it, it was always like bird's eye view. So it's like, I'm watching this scene being played mm-hmm. out. And so one of them was a older man who, um, think of, uh, God, what was the doctor off of Jurassic park? The old guy, John Hammond, Dr. Hammond, like, yeah. you know, yeah. You know how he always had kind of like the white pants and like the white shirt the fucking hat, dude. You're going to say the white pants, the white hat, bro. It's the hat Not that ties the- it together. It's not the hat, but just like this, 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 this older guy who was kind of like in a white outfit. And you can't tell whether he's a like, scientist or Santa. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. Plus, I'm like 
three or four years old, but he's always with like a granddaughter and um, he is, you know, they're in the house and like he's like showing her something and then like they feel like this uh, almost like an earthquake and then like I get super hot, like I feel like the like the room as I'm watching all this, like it's getting hotter and then like these boulders, almost like lava, is like crashing through and then kills everybody. And, you know, I had that dream numerous times as I, as I was a kid. And then the second dream that was also always reoccurring was I was bird's eye view again. I was watching uh, the, the Great Wall of China being built. And then like uh, there was like a, an attack on the wall and the workers were defending it. And I zoom in on this worker um, who gets killed like he gets a Tom like Cruise. Mongolian. Yeah. He gets a, a, a Mongolian spear shoved through him, and then um, you know his wife and his daughter find the body, and they're crying over it. And then I start to float up, and I start to feel really cold. So I kept having these reoccurring dreams, these reoccurring dreams. And um, as a, a young child, I always had a fascination with uh, the like the medieval time frame. So like you know the Knights of the Round Table, the First Crusade, things like that. Like mm-hmm. the Third Indiana Jones, like with that old Knights of the Crusade, you know burial ground, and yeah, then like awesome. the, the old the old dude in the temple. Like that totally blew my mind. And um, so past that, um, when I when I was an adult, I started doing like past life um, regression meditations. And during one of the meditation sessions, um, you know, I started to see like the meditation lights and I started to see like this almost like an abbey. And there was a guy that was in like almost like a monk's uniform and he was kind of kneeling over um, like an altar, visibly upset. And I heard this voice say like 1147 or like 1149, and that's all I got out of it. And um, so I, I looked up, I tried to Google search like people who were born, people who died in that year to see if I could get any hits. And I didn't really get anything other than that that year um, was one of the years of the Second Crusade, and it was the first Gregorian calendar year of a leap year. And leap year happens to be the uh, year that I, you know, I was born. I was born February 29th, 1984. So I was born on a leap year. And then a couple years later, I was doing the meditation again. And um, I woke up and my son was upset. Um, He'd woke up from a bad dream. And um, I went to go down the hallway to see what was going on. And I lost my vision, like all of a sudden, like my vision just went away. And all I could see were these fields, like the color, like almost meditation lights, but they were squares of yellow and blue. And when I got to his doorway, like I'm sitting here feeling around trying to find the doorway. And when I stepped through his doorframe, I heard this female voice go, William the White. And then my vision came back and I'm like, oh man, that's, that's fucking weird. Looked up everything I could find on William the White and uh, couldn't find anything. And so I just kind of pushed it off to the side. And then a year or two later, like it was really kind of bothering me, like something just got my mind back on it. And so I started to look, you know, William the White, you know, Second Crusades. And there was a knight called William de Warren um, who was in the Second Crusades. He died on the Battle of Mount Cadmus, and um, his nickname was William the White because whenever him and his brother were in a battle and shit started going sour, 
they would flee. They would go the opposite direction. So it was kind of a bad nickname. Like they're basically kind of calling this guy a coward. And what? Yeah. William and the Milksop. Milksop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so there's this, uh, you, you know, spiritualists, when they talk about reincarnation, they say that everybody basically, once you pass away and you're in, you know, the afterlife, you have about a 71 to 85 year period before you reincarnate again. And so I'm like, okay, if this is accurate, if these people aren't just blowing smoke up my ass, then um, I should be able to do the math and figure this out. So I think if I did the math correctly, it was like every, if I go back every 72 or every 73 years, it's, it's a, it lines up to being an exact leap year. And then I can go back every 73 years all the way to 1149, which was the first leap year in the Gregorian calendar. And during one of those 73-year periods, there was a Dutch colony um, on uh, like an island in the Philippines that mm-hmm. actually had a volcanic explosion in like the late 1500s, which also lines up on a leap year. And I think maybe that that uh, dream, that recurring dream that I had as a child about watching these, this, you know, grandfather and grandchild being hit by a, you know, like a lava rock, um, could quite possibly be from that. So from having all those experiences, like wholeheartedly, I, I believe in reincarnation. First off, that is a phenomenal story. And thank you for sharing. And uh, it's, it, trust me, I don't mean it's in any disrespect, but you are totally reminding <laughs> me of Charlie Day in front of that fucking, that damn board right now with all them strings, <laughs> piecing it all together. <laughs> that's wild, dude. That's, that is, that's awesome for real. I've never, well, cool I've too, never thought about any of that type of stuff, and like that's so much research and years. Like, <laughs> you're like fucking Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went down that rabbit hole, baby. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. Holy shit, some angels that's and demons, funny. shit, man. I love it. Yeah, and Preston, you've told me that a few different times over the last four or five years, and it's the same story every time. So I mean, I'm still searching, man. Really I'm great, still searching. <laughs> either you're a really great bullshitter, or it really happened, you know? Because I mean, yeah. that's a that's a good sign of a a true story, so to speak. That's the that, uh, change. That yellow and or the yellow and blue square uh, that I saw when I was entering Blake's room, um, his William the White's sigil, like his family crest. Mm-hmm. Was a like lion or a dragon over a field of uh, yellow and blue squares. So mm-hmm. person's like, and I got a tattooed oh. on my ass right here. I'm thinking about <laughs> it. I'm dedicated. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm dedicated. Do it. What a what a great question, man. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Stephen. See if cool. you can beat 17 minutes with your question. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so uh, my question is not as interesting, but I think it's important because. That we've dedicated a lot of time to this podcast. So my question mm-hmm. to both of you is, what is the most impactful episode we've ever done throughout the entirety, whether I've been on it or Rob? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, what's been, what's like impacted you? Like, has stuck with you? It's like, oh man, that was a killer episode. I'll always remember that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go, I'll go first. Cool. Um, because Preston and I have talked about this a lot. Um. I mean, with you and without you, Steve, just in passing, I can't tell you any specific episode I've done that I quote unquote, you know, feel like it changed my life and made a big impact, but I can tell you the episodes that mean the most to me are especially the early cryptid encounters. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we did Mothman, we did Flatwoods Monster, and so many others. We've had episodes where we've literally thrown together topics minutes before we jump on to record. And then we've had episodes like the Cryptid Encounters where we spend a week or longer, you know, researching these things. I love those, um, all the Cryptid Encounters, but especially the early ones because, you know, I'd sit here and be like, okay, what what exactly really happened? And I'd read books and different websites and stuff like that, different accounts, mm-hmm. and try to get the most consistent story from, you know, at least four or five different sources. And then Preston comes in and adds, he kind of peppers little facts on top of those, but then he's also like, oh yeah, and you know, this song was pretty popular on the radio, and then this was this, and the history of like what else is going on, yeah. you know, during these stories. And if only we had our production we have now back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is I, th- I want to say maybe, I don't know how many sound effects we added back then, if any, but I mean, I think right around episode Oh, God, that probably would have been back in the 60s is when we really started paying attention to that yeah. kind of stuff. And so those, to me, are the most impactful because those were the ones where I'm like, man, you know, there's a whole different side to researching that we we would both bring in. And and that, to me, is impactful because that, I think, pushes yeah. uh, at least myself um, and, and both of you guys, too, to continue to set a bar and keep on trying to reach for it. And I mean, I still love the episodes where it's like, shit, there's nothing to talk about. Guys, just find some weird ass news. And we just bullshit for an hour. Those are, you know, just as fun. But I really, I love the episodes where we've done a significant amount of research about one specific subject. Cool. Good answer, man. Presto? Um, man, basically he kind of, what a bastard. Cause he kind of stole <laughs> that. Um, cause I, I would say the same thing. Like looking back, if you look at, you know, the first, you know, 20 episodes, the first 50 episodes that we did, even before you came on. So like, you know, all the stuff we did with Rob and then maybe like the first 10 that we did with you, um, it, it wasn't like it was, it was a different feel because we, I don't want to say we were more serious with it, but it was very dry. Like, Oh Mm -hmm. shit, we're, we're doing a podcast. Like, okay, how do we do a podcast? And we had like a a very like structure to it. Mm -hmm. And then the cryptid encounters happened. And then it's like, all of a sudden it clicked. And now you're hearing the show of three really good friends come together. We have a good time. You hear the joking, you hear the laughter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very organic feeling. And then, you know, we started doing like the radio dramas and each one of our personalities, you know, come come (laughs) out in that. I love it. And so I I think that, you know, the the episodes that mean the most to me are the episodes where our our friendships really come forward. Like you can tell that here are three guys who really enjoy talking to each other, who bullshit with each other, who hate shit on each other. And... (laughs) It's it, it just makes for a very easy listening and a good listening, and so those are the episodes that I I enjoy the most. So. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, yeah, most definitely. So, what about you, Steve? Man, um, I, I, it'd be nice to pinpoint when exact. I forget when you joined on officially. I know like Rob had left, and Preston and I went on for a little while, mm-hmm. and, and like doing the show with just me and Preston, it was it was just fine. But a lot of episodes deep down to me were like it was almost a dick swinging contest. 
not necessarily that, but it's like we, <laughs> flexing we on who knows, who, who who's knows the biggest, <laughs> yeah, who's the biggest nerd who's got the most yeah. information yeah, here. <laughs> we both know a lot of this stuff inside and out, which is partly one of the biggest reasons why we're such good friends uh, and what we bonded over. Yeah. But it's like a hey, you know this story? Yeah, I know this story. Okay, and that's funny because that ties into my, why my episode, why my episode's my favorite. Um, okay, cool. Well, cool. I, well, yeah. So anyway, adding adding you in anyway, it added a whole new aspect because we have an audience member for eighty percent of these episodes in in a chair next to us, so yeah, to speak. You know, like you're, exactly. you're learning and hearing this stuff and giving us reactions that most people listening probably have similar reactions to it. So anyway, yeah. go ahead. What what was your favorite? Episode? Um, so like, like Sean was saying, you know, I'm I'm kind of like the skeptic. I don't really know much about this shit, so it's kind of hard and. I, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get deep here, people, on this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's fine. It's kind of hard for me to to research any of this stuff because it doesn't interest me, and I hope that doesn't make anybody feel awkward and weird right now. And no, it's, no, no. it's not that it doesn't interest it does. me to listen to Sean and Preston talk about it and engage with me in questions and stories. I love that because that helps me mm-hmm. take in the information a lot easier. If I'm just reading up right. a website, Sean Preston say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Check out this website. I will go and check it out, but it's hard for me to keep engaged on that. So mm-hmm. you're not going to dive into like the sixth website about yeah, the same topic. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like, oh, hey, here's one fact I discovered exactly. after six websites that wasn't in the first place. So for me, yeah. that all changed when we decided to do the Mothman episode. Started the cryptid stuff, did the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Sean was like, you got to check out this documentary, watch it. And that documentary changed everything. I, it creeped me out. Oh, it was from, like uh, from Small Town Monster. Yeah, right? it was so good. Yeah. The animation was badass. I like that it was like a documentary and all the footage was just this like animation shit. And I thought that yeah. was so tight. And just like it was really spooky. And then we did the episode and it was really good. And it piqued my interest on something that I had never shown interest in before, like any kind mm-hmm. of cryptid thing. So there's that. And then the other ones are the the accents and stuff. I really like doing that. <laughs> it get, it, I've, I've always found like impersonations and, and sketch comedy and skits and stuff like that always fun, radio dramas. So it gives me a little avenue to do that. Um, yeah. And I'll finish this, my series of questions up with the ones you're not going to answer. The worst episode we've ever done, Bigfoot Erotica done never again <laughs> god damn it oh. <laughs> and ironically oh. the thing we get requested the most. i know yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> maybe uh it's you know so maybe bad. for the the first episode for 21 i still have the uh, lawn gnome erotica like maybe we should oh, put, no. we should put that together yeah and you know what also we have that can be the patreon reward <laughs> I know, I know. We've talked about that before. Putting up a, a much needed paywall for big for, for Bigfoot yeah. erotic. Then we're gonna be pixelated oh. paranormal podcast only fans page, obviously. <laughs> for audio yeah. only. Good luck, folks. Audio only. Read that. Read read the refund policy yeah. real close because yeah. there should be a disappointment clause. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I don't think fans at that point would be disappointed because as many people reached out to us like they thoroughly enjoyed and then when you bleeped everything out like <laughs> when I, when I played that to Jeffrey she said that that like to her like that was that was the pivotal moment where she just couldn't stop laughing because she, yeah she's trying to figure out like exactly like what the fuck were you guys saying for him to be like bah, bah. 
I mean, there were whole sentences where I'm just like, nope. <laughs> it was so filthy. So maybe, okay, there's got to be an easy way to do it. I'll check with Mark and find out because I don't want to do anything to hurt, you know, what he's built, you know, for over these yeah. years. But uh, maybe we can put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode and then maybe we can start sprinkling in some of that. Oh, my God. I just yeah. got scared the shit out of. What happened? There's a massive spider on my wall, dude. This thing's mass. Ooh. You got to see it. Holy shit, they made me jump. Look at that fucking thing. It's a beast. <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> it, it, it heard Bigfoot erotica. It is like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, excuse me, Steven. Did he say lawn gnome erotica? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We. I think I think if we did enough disclaimers and we put it at the end, that way people have an option to bail and not miss anything in the middle, um, that'd probably be all right. I'll check with Mark just to make sure. Yeah. Cool. But... Yeah, I can't think of anything where I've cringed. I mean, I go back and listen to the first, you know, one or two or three episodes, and those were a little rough because I still remember whenever Rob's like, let's do a podcast, and in that first episode, I'm like, well, hello, everybody. And he's, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, well, Jesus, first of all, call me out right off the bat. Second of all, it's a podcast voice. I got I to gotta put on my Casey Kasem voice. Oh, my God, that is a spirit. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> I think if I had one episode that like I cringe at, it's honestly it's the one that I had our uh, our guest on, my brother. Yeah. Um, just because like he is such a history nerd, and he can really like Fle- just out break flex apart. you. Now hold on, Jason. Yeah. That's 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 <laughs> something coming from Preston because that guy, uh, yeah, you know a shit ton about history too, Preston. Holy shit. I do. And so for him, like, he's the type of guy, like, I'm some, in some cases, I'm like, Steve, like, I'll go to read a book, and it's so dry. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, I can't ever touch this book ever again. I'm done. I don't even care about the subject that much. Like, I'm over it. But Jason will sit there and, like, deep dive all these books and just pull out these facts. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to have him on. He's going to talk about, like, you know, like, you know, some biblical history, you know, the Ark of the Covenant. And when he was presenting it, like... Uh, uh, like, uh, 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 like, uh, and I'm just like, dude, I can't fucking listen to that. Like, you are the worst speaker when it comes to a podcast. Like, you can't keep saying, uh, 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 after every other word. And it's hard, though. I'm like, it, it takes, uh, it takes real, it takes, uh, practice to to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people can be natural at it, but it's hard for some people. So especially just, when they're nervous, I, you know, that's I, I can't I can't do it. I just yeah. I got to I got to I got to roll over that episode and be like, yeah, there was this time that my brother was on a podcast, our podcast, but I'm not going to tell you what episode that was. So just don't listen to that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Fucking cold. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Ice cold, man. Damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, we've already spent so much. We've already spent so much time on our questions. Yeah. Green oh, that's fine, right, man. We got plenty. <laughs> this might be a three episode. <laughs> my question to you guys is. What is the one toy as a child, for Christmas Ooh. or not, that you always wanted but you never got? Preston, what do you think? Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go first because um, there's no one else to go first. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I could go, but <laughs> um, th- that's so. That's actually like a hard question for me to answer uh, because as a child, I really didn't want. You were a spoiled a little asshole, huh? No, My daddy and mommy um, got me everything. <laughs> no, um, 
So usually like my parents always had a hard time buying for me for Christmas because they would ask me like, what do you want? What do you want? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was just happy, you know, being outside because, you know, we grew up in the country or like going on adventures with dad. So I, I really didn't play like with a lot of toys. And um, so when the Game Boy came out, that's, you know, like two years down the road, I was like, oh, man, all my friends have a Game Boy. Dad, I really want a Game Boy for Christmas. And usually, like, when I did ask for something, like, they made sure that I had it because I was one of those kids that didn't ask for a lot. So they, they knew that if I stepped up and said, hey, I want this, mm -hmm. it was really important to me. So it was kind of like a guarantee for Christmas. Like, dude, I'm going to have this fucking Game Boy. I'm going to have this fucking Game Boy. And um, we got to opening up presents and there was, like, you know... Sh plaid shirts under the tree <laughs> fucking you know bunny pajamas under the tree like underwear socks and a handheld tiger yeah <laughs> tiger and, no no no, no. <laughs> like so i'm sitting there trying to like keep my cool like i'm not gonna lose my shit because i got like you know i got this cool flannel shirt but i wanted that fucking game boy and there was like one present left and it was like the jason and dad kept like acting really weird and i'm just like sitting there like on the verge of tears and Jason opened it up and he's like, oh, man, that's a really cool, you know, Beatles collector cup. Thanks, Dad. And oh. I was like, let me see it. And Jason's like, dude, fuck you. This is my cup. Like, go get your own fucking Beatles cup, you little twerp. And so I was really upset that I didn't get the Game Boy. Well, and then I was more it. upset. That, <laughs> yeah, that my that my brother was being a dick. And he's yeah. like, well, you, you know what? Go ahead and throw the box away for me. And so I, like, grabbed the box. He's like, but don't fucking look in it, man. It's just trash. Just go do what you're fucking told. And so then I went Damn. to the kitchen and he's like, he's like, what the fuck's taking so long? I told you to throw the box away. And then I opened up the box and there was my fucking Game Boy that I wanted. Whoa. So that, yeah. So that was a dick move for mom and dad to uh, almost make me cry on Christmas. But I ended up getting the gift that I wanted. So. <laughs> and then Jason wanted you to throw it away so you wouldn't know. Yeah, he's been uh -huh. a dick since birth. Dude, you were really Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Everybody hated yeah. you. Everybody yeah. hates Presley. Everybody hates Chris. That's crazy. Dude, that's fantastic. Man, you're bringing all the heat tonight. No wonder why you want to go to a hypnotherapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, just to let you know this this is this is my weekly therapy, guys. Is Holy it? shit, that's great. It kind man. of feels that way sometimes, doesn't it? So, uh, it's a hard question, man. Cause I come from, I come from a family where the same thing, like I really didn't ask for anything. Cause if I did, uh, would, you would have got beat or you would have got yelled at. So mm -hmm. you never really asked for anything. Um, but I, I did get blessed with, with some things from my parents. Mm -hmm. So, and I, and now that I look back at my childhood, like I actually got hooked up a lot more than my brother and sister did. Mm. So like I too received a Game Boy Killer Instinct bundle, holla at your boy mm. from Walmart. And that was like really impressive. But I think that was for I think that was for my birthday. So for like Christmas, I always really wanted a Freddy Krueger glove. I didn't oh, know damn. if they made them. I didn't know if they had toys of them. I just really wanted one. So like, and I would have even taken like a like like a like a made up one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. And like that, I never got that. And I think that like if I was a parent, I would just make my kid one, even if it looked ghetto. I'd like look here you go. <laughs> like I don't know. It's really, it's really, uh, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to answer that question because everything yeah. I ever got, I was pretty grateful for. Because like when you're, I was literally just having this conversation today. When you're younger, you don't really think your life is that bad. Like you do on uh -huh. like a superficial level. Mm -hmm. Sure. But like, 
when you look back at it now, like you ask your parents, how the fuck did you raise three of us, two of us? Mm-hmm. Sure. On less than 15,000 a year. Oof. You know what I mean? Like yeah. weird shit like that. And like you think to, you think to yourself, well, like we think, well, we need to get our kids this and that. And not really. You just got to keep them fed and clothed and hygiene mm-hmm. and safe, you know, and right, right, yeah, healthy. The necessities, yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it's really weird to think about that. But so as for Christmas, I don't know. I just Freddy Krueger glove would have been tight. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard, Thanks, it's a hard gift to get. Oh, that's fucking. Funny. Or to give a, a fucking seven year old kid. <laughs> yeah, real nice, honey. So be careful. Yeah, yeah. Mine, uh, mine is simple. I wanted more than anything Beetlejuice toys. Do you mm. guys remember how badass those Beetlejuice toys were? Yeah, man. Each one mm. you could pull the head off, and they'd be shrunk. Yeah. Um, each one had like a different feature, like the neck would elongate like a snake on the big time. I think it was called Beetlejuice, where you had like the black and white stripes with the hat. Um, do you not? Do you? Do you not know this? Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's yours, dude. Well, I. It's literally. This is literally sitting in my room. This is what's funny, Steve. First of all, thank you very much. I appreciate that. The end of the story is how I got one. Beetlejuice toy. It's the exact same one that you've got. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was like, I thought you had one because I remember I got an extra one. Yeah. And you yeah, were like, yeah. Oh yeah, that fucking. One. It's so. It's. It's like that's the only one I see everywhere. I know that is the pretty the common I want one. The shrunken head guy. Yeah, he's he's you know, uh he's got he's the striped the costume time. and like the vampire bat uh, carousel head, right? And yeah. He, he, it's like the one out. little scene where he actually has the carousel. Like, yep. Yep. It's like, why the fuck make a toy about it? I. <laughs> I wanted those Beetlejuice toys so bad, especially yeah, the um, dope. the vanishing vault was like a gr- a crypt, like a grave, and you could put your Beetlejuice toy into it and then close the lid and open it back up, and there was a mechanism that would flip it inside like a pancake, and then underneath it was a compartment that had like a miniature Beetlejuice, and you'd be That's like, fresh. oh man, I just made my big Beetlejuice into a little Beetlejuice, and I wanted one <laughs> so bad, and I mean. Again, like that's awesome. I, looking back, I'd love to know. I'd love to know the analytics of how much my parents made. Um, I just, again, I, I never went without. I never got everything I asked for, but I never went without, and I had plenty. But for whatever reason, I had. I mean, He Man, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, Toxic Crusaders, GI Joes, all that crap. I just never got Beetlejuice toys for whatever reason. And I the remember, devil. like, when Beetlejuice toys were a thing. I, I would still get Ninja Turtles, Spider-Man. I just never got Beetlejuice. Did you watch Beetlejuice? Did your parents watch it with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie, the cartoon. I don't know if it was just a little too dark, and that's why... That's what I'm saying. I wonder if yeah. your parents are a little more you know conservative yeah. with mm-hmm. things. Do you think that maybe... I think that's probably what it is. Because both the cartoon and the movie... Some mm-hmm. very suggestive mm-hmm. shit in there for adults. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a little rough. It's raunchy. almost like, mm, is that, should that be Rage PG 13? I mean, <laughs> well, we only had one fuck. Yeah, but. <laughs> nice yeah. fucking model. <laughs> then he grabs his nuts. Well, I, I, yeah. PG 13. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty vulgar for a child. But yeah, yeah, I just remember wanting those toys so bad, and I never, I never got them. Never happened. Um, and I used to think, like, oh man, it's my birthday, gonna get Beetlejuice toys. Never got them. Oh, grandma's coming over tonight. She said she had a surprise for me. Next time I see your parents. Hey, guys. I haven't seen you in a couple years. (laughs) 
Did you ever get shot on those Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice toys? Uh, <laughs> Beetlejuice toys. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I ended up some somewhere down the road. I ended up getting an, an I mean, getting an opened loose figure of the big time Beetlejuice that had the head. Um, I forget what happened to it at this point. It's probably at mom and dad's in a toy chest or something like that. But yeah, I did end up getting one, but I was, I mean, God, probably middle school. It's probably like a garage sale or something I picked up. But hell yeah. Yeah. When I was uh, four or five, my uh, my grandmother got diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, and she started to like go downhill like pretty quick. And so by the time I was in like the second grade, um, it had got to where it spread into her neck muscles. Mm-hmm. She lost the ability to eat and it was bedridden. So she basically kind of starved to death. So right around like four or five years old, she kind of knew like, you know, my time here on earth is pretty limited. And she lived about like three hours away. So we didn't get to see her as much as, as mom would have liked. And one of the times that I went up there, um, I don't know if you guys remember it or not, but there used to be like these little toys. Um, they were kind of like monsters in your pocket, but they were in trash bags. And you'd have to put the trash bag in like warm water and you'd wash it like dissolve. And then you'd reach your hand down into the sink or whatever you put it in and you'd get this little collectible figurine. And I thought those were the coolest things, but mom and dad always thought that they were stupid. They're like, one, it makes a mess, and like two, like you, you know, they're not articulate. They're just like <laughs> a little fucking. We don't want them all over the house, right? Grandma shows so, up with a trash bag full of them and puts them well, all in the tub. Well, <laughs> kind kind of. We went to go see her in Emporia, and she's like, "I want to take you shopping today. What do you want?" And I'm like, "Oh, I really want the you know these fucking trash bag toys." Mm-hmm. And she looked at him for a second and the, you know, they were like three or four bucks a piece. So she just fucking like took like, you know, like her hand and like swooshed a whole bunch into the cart. And she's like, all right, let's go home. And mom's like sitting there bitching like the whole entire, I can't believe you, you're spending money on this. And That's she's awesome. like, shut the hell up. And then oh, like shit. my granddad's, my granddad's like, what the, f-? and she's like, Jack, shut the hell up. And so we went into the kitchen. She's sitting there. Like, you know, filling the sink up with hot water. And she's like, all right, dump the next one in. And she's like, oh, let me see. What did you get? And she was just like, you know, trying to make it a really rememberable moment, which out of all the things my childhood, that's like the one thing I look back, like really grateful that she took the time to do that because. And it, and that is, that's, a, oh, damn, Preston, you were bringing the fucking heat tonight. <laughs> like, it's great. That is so cool, man, because it shows you that, like, you know, your mom, your mom was like, why, you know, your granddad, why, 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 you know, but she knew, she mm-hmm. knew you were going to yeah. remember this shit forever. That's tight. Now I wish I could go find those fucking trash bag toys, like, unopened. So I could be like, all right, kids, let's. Uh... And these were the ones you would drop in the sink or whatever, and they would dissolve. Yeah, yep, I, and there'd be like some it'd be some hideous monster like yep. you know like an eyeball popping yep. I popping remember out those of like exact toys I only ever bought or whatever. one, and it was because my problem was this I had an allowance I would get are you sitting down for this kids I would get eight dollars yeah. a month two dollars a week was my allowance I could get it two dollars a week or they'd give me eight dollars at the end of every month and I'd go to Walmart <laughs> and I could buy if I planned it right I could normally get two Ninja Turtles. And then I remember seeing the trash bag toys, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, trash bag toys, $5. (laughs) And then I took it home, opened it up, put it in the sink, dissolved it, and I'm like, fuck yeah, little monster. Huh. I still got $3 left, and it's not enough to buy a Ninja Turtle. This thing barely comes up for, like, the knees of a Ninja Turtle. These are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now the next Problem time around, solving as a child. Yeah, the next month I still had my three dollars plus my eight dollars, so I bought three Ninja Turtles. And you would have thought I was the toughest shit on the block walking down the street. Like, man, I got I got Baxter Stockman, and I got this one that has like a basketball around his neck. And <laughs> now fast forward to twenty twenty. Now, if they give me an allowance. I have $10 in V-Bucks this day, but I buy this for only $8. It gives me $2 left over. Then I don't have any V-Bucks because then I got to ask the mom and dad for more money, which is $10 to $20. To spend another $15 to get $5. Yep. But it's crazy how times change. It, but it's all right because Congress is going to give me $600 for allowance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit. Well, listen, I, I, God, I might even, I might put this at the end of the episode. <laughs> for as long as we've gone, it's been 45 minutes and we're just not getting into this. Let's just let it roll. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's do it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and cut things here for this episode because we go on for another hour and a half answering uh, the first round of you guys' questions. And we barely got through the first, like, seven. So we're going to cut it here, guys. We'll jump on on episode 175 and begin to answer all your questions because I think we got, like we said earlier, over over 20. So I think we're going to go ahead and call this a three-episode series. But anyway, thanks again, guys, for all your questions. And join us next week, and we will begin to answer all those lovely inquiries. Until then, stay safe and stay on the Paranormal Highway. Merry Christmas, happy Festa, Christmas Hanukkah to everybody. Um, and then happy whatever you don't celebrate. If it's another day for you, we hope it's a good day. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, let's plug real quick. Uh, Steve, what are the Instagrams and Facebooks? Instagram, PXL Paranormal. And the Facebooks, Pixel Paranormal Podcast. Hit us up on both of them and the likes, the comments, the shares, and everything in between. We really appreciate it. Also, hit us up on the iTunes for a five star or whatever you think is a fair review. That'd be awesome. Thank yep. you. Yep. And like and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, we're on the YouTubes. Please continue raising those numbers up. Check out the rest of the shows on the Pixelated Sausage Network. Speaking of YouTube, check out Attack the Backlog. Check out the other podcast. Our 13 Nightmares episode for Scream should be out very soon before the end of the year, I swear. Uh, it's taking a little longer because, you know, quoting Jeff Goldblum again, uh, life happens or life uh, happens. Uh, check out anime. Mm, that's not it either. What is it? You failed. Life has a way. Oh, what did I say? Life happens. Bitch, I've been drinking. <laughs> life happens. <laughs> Shit happens. That's yeah, all we want yeah. to scream episode up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, please, and then also check out uh, Mark Solo's show, uh, Pixelated Sausage, and then check out Anamazingly Baca, or Anamazingly Baca, Jesus. <laughs> Preston, what do you have? And as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the best holly jolly Santa Claus beard this season, check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order and pick yourself up some scents like Dundee Cedar Bay Rum Sweet Tobacco Fresh Citrus and Classic and Mint. Oh, yeah. And just to throw back to last episode, sweet Tabasco is not a flavor of beard balm. Sweet Tabasco. Sean, wish, Sean wishes it was, but not yet. But do I? That probably smelled terrible. All right. Any last-minute holiday shopping or any post-holiday shopping, please stop down at Pawnee and Seneca CD Trade Post. 
say hi to Leslie and the gang for us. Uh, go in there and pop in, pick up some new movies. Some uh, Jesus Christ, I'm so fucking, I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> Vinyl, any kind of retro games, anything, man. There's yeah. so many. There's so many good deals in there. They're a good. They're a good group of people down there. Yep. Oh yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else, boys? Nope. That's it. Merry Christmas, and uh, we will see you for New next Year's time. 2020. Yeah, 2021. No, we still have another episode. Oh. Yeah. We do. Yeah. This is the yeah time jump, yeah. Man. yeah, buddy. Part two should come out on New Year's Eve. Ooh. Preston, you're not the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Can't time jump. Yeah. Son of a bitch. You can't sleepwalk, though. And with that, I say cheers for the weird shit in the world and those of us that love to talk about it. And stay spooky and stay on the Paranormal Highway. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the Paranormal Highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.